My name is Matthew Becker. I'm a husband, a level one CrossFit trainer, a CrossFit affiliate owner, personal trainer, Olympic lifting coach, lawyer, blogger, employer, mentor. Oh, and I own a retired racing greyhound. I have a lot on my plate and I gotta keep moving forward. In business, they say if you aren't growing, you are dying. So to keep moving forward, I have to improve by 1% every day. It's called the aggregation of marginal gains. It requires me to optimize my life as much as possible. On the Stronger Revolution podcast, I share strategies with you so that you can improve your life by 1% every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Stronger Revolution. On today's episode, we are going to talk about just getting started with something. So over the last couple of episodes, let's keep up with our roadmap here. Where are we? Um, Eight episodes in, we have talked about finding your purpose. We've declared your core values. We've looked at the three pillars or the three most important things in your life that drive you toward your purpose. We've talked about decision-making, we've talked about goal-setting, and achieving those goals. So we've laid this roadmap of things that we're going to start to do, right? So we look back and we see that um, we've got a purpose. So we have a big goal, something that we want to achieve, some reason that we're here. And then we've got our core values. Those core values explain how we are going to do things in order to achieve that why, and then we have our three pillars or the three most important things in our life, which should be what we are going to do in order to achieve that purpose. So we've got that laid out. We now know where we are going. Now that we know where we're going, we talked about decisions. How do we make decisions in order to get there? And not only with decisions, but now how do we set our mini goals those steps along the way, those 1% improvements on a daily basis, those aggregations of marginal gains that are going to take us up to living a life with purpose. But oftentimes, what we can find is that once we get this roadmap set, what's next? So I've got my purpose. I know how I'm going to get there. I've reverse engineered my life. I've got some goals that are going to help me get there. I've reverse engineered all of those so that I know what I'm going to do on a day-to-day basis, but now I have to get started. So I had this conversation or something very similar a a couple of weeks ago with a good friend of mine, and he approached me and he wanted to talk about a morning routine. He wanted to start getting up a little bit earlier in the day and setting his own morning routine. So he wanted to talk to me about ways that we could do that, things that he should be doing, things that I do, um, etc. On, on that note. So um, first we sat down and I talked to him about the same thing I would start anywhere else. You have to have a purpose. You need a purpose by which you have a morning routine. You can't just get up 30 minutes earlier and say, okay, I'm up. I'm going to start my routine. Go, right? You need, you need some reason to do it. What do you hope to accomplish through your morning routine? So we talked about that and we got down... Um, that example, and he talked about his purpose and his morning routine. So from there, 
I gave him an example of my morning routine because it was just the easiest one. I've heard other people talk about their morning routines, but it's something that I've put a great deal of time and effort into in my own life. So it was a very easy example for me to give him. And toward the end of the conversation, you know, after I went through this rather complex morning routine with him, I felt compelled to, to assure him. I was like, look, you know, your morning routine does not quite have to be this complex or laid out or detailed or minute to minute as mine is. Mine's adapted over quite a bit of time. I've been at the same morning routine or variations thereof for about two years. So I've had a long time to sort of adjust and adapt and change and set clocks and set you know, routines and schedules and things like that so that my morning routine now shapes with what I needed to shape with with my life. And I told him, you just need to get started. Start next week. Just start waking up early with your purpose. Start carrying that out. See how it works. If you need to adapt something, adapt on the fly. And you're eventually going to mold this routine into something that you're very happy with. And so, again, that's something that we're just going to discuss constantly in this episode is just get started. If you're compelled to do something, just start doing it. If you know what you need to do in order to get to a new place, just get started. Figure it out as you go along the way. You don't have to wait until you know the perfect way to do something in order to do it. This concept has come up a number of times in our other episodes. I constantly think about and talk about paralysis by analysis, or as it may be more commonly known, overthinking things. You end up thinking so much about what you want to do and how you're going to do it that you never actually get into starting it. I think I used an example on an earlier episode about um, cars, right? I was looking to buy a new vehicle and I thought maybe I'll get a different manufacturer or a different kind of vehicle, but I went around and I started looking and the options just became so overwhelming that I eventually just said, you know what, forget it. I'm not even going to worry about looking for a different kind of vehicle. I'm just going to buy exactly what I have in the updated model because it was it would have taken me forever. And even now, I haven't quite bought the new vehicle yet. I was waiting for it to come in. But even still, I look around and I'm like, there's just so many options out there. I'm just so happy that I just stuck with what I knew and I went with it and it's going to be great. So I got by that too much analysis. So today we've talked about a lot of big concepts, big ideas, and I've made a lot of suggestions that you start writing some of these things down in order to get them out of your brain, get more clarity in your brain and clear out that sort of brain fog that we can develop when we're thinking about these really big concepts over and over and over again and trying to keep them all organized in our head. And I would imagine that you've had one of two responses up to this point with the stuff that we've talked about. Either one, you've said, wow, this stuff is just way too complicated and requires way too much introspection. Thanks, but that's too much. All right, I'm not going to think about these things and I'm not going to write them down to the extent that you want me to. Or you've had the second response, which may be, okay, I'm going along with this stuff. It sounds good. I want to do it. But how do I know if I'm doing it correctly? Or how do I know when I'm done? Or how do I know when the perfect time to start would be? If your response is the first response, then I assume you're just sort of listening along either because you know me or 
you like the things that I have to say and are just hoping to pick up some kind of little tidbit of knowledge from one episode that you can apply to your life. But either way, thanks for listening. I hope you continue to listen and, and get something out of the show out of the show. If you are sort of the second option and you're wondering where to get started with a lot of this stuff, this episode's for you. I'm gonna repeat again. Just go. Just get started. Pick a place and start. You're not gonna fail. You may have to change, but you're not gonna fail. Starting something and looking at it as either pass or fail, completed or failed, something like that, is a very closed, fixed mindset, right? Pass or fail. We want to develop an open growth mindset that doesn't look at it as pass or fail, but looks at it as I started and I realized that I needed to change it. I learned from the experience that I had. I hit a roadblock. I changed. And now I'm growing more as an individual because I'm going to rely on my experience to dictate my future. A number of years ago, I had this compulsion to start writing things down. Um, I'm not really quite sure where the compulsion came from. It was just like I would walk down the street and I would think, man, I wish I had like something I could write this down with. Or, wow, I have this thought in my brain. I wish I could write this down. I, I got this idea and I don't want to forget it. I really wish I had a pen pad to write it down. And I don't know. Whenever I think about back about this this time in my life, for whatever reason, the movie Contact always comes into my brain. Maybe you've seen it. Maybe you don't remember it. But it was basically, uh, it was Matthew McConaughey and a woman whose name is just not coming to me. And the premise of the movie was that something came in from outer space. It was a signal that started to get translated. And it turned out they thought that it was an alien race sending this signal down. That was instructions to build a spaceship that was going to take the passenger up to um, meet these aliens. And the woman in the movie, the main character, she's the one who ultimately gets chosen to go up into space and meet the aliens. And during the entire movie, you have Matthew McConaughey wandering around as the sort of alternate view, the religious view about God and God created humans. The Bible doesn't talk about aliens. So what are you really doing? But he always carried around this black book with him. And for whatever reason, every time I watch the movie, I always was like fascinated with this little black book. At the time, I assumed it was some kind of a journal. I assumed he would just keep his thoughts and you know his prayers or whatever written down in this journal. And I was like, man, I want to be that guy that always like carries that thing around because then I've always got like something to like you know somewhere to jot things down if I if I need to jot something down. Now in hindsight, looking back at it, I assume it was a Bible and he was supposed to be portraying the religious figure of the movie. So it was probably just his personal Bible that he carried around. But at the time, I assumed this was a journal. So anyway, I wanted to be that guy. So I thought, all right, I'm going to go out and I'm going to buy a journal. I'm going to get a nice pen and I'm going to start writing things down. That's what I wanted to do. And this maybe would help me get to you know the next level in my life because I can start recording things that I want to write down. So I got it. I sat down. I opened the journal. I put the pen down. And I had nothing. I had nothing to write down. Nothing seemed so important to me at that time that I actually needed to write it down. So I shut the journal and I pondered over this for probably a couple of weeks. What am I going to write down? 
how should I use the journal? Is there a better way of using the journal? I would Google around like best journal practices or something like that. Maybe just hoping that somebody out there had come up with some kind of system of productivity or whatever that I would love and I could start using my journal for that and I came up blank. So I put the journal away and probably about six months later, I came across a productivity system anymore. I'm not even sure which productivity system it was I started with, but um, this particular productivity system required me to start to write out to-do lists in a journal. I thought, great, I'll give this a try. It was one of those times in my life where you know I had like the gym going or starting up and I had the legal practice going and I really needed to concentrate on organizing my life because if I didn't have an active list of everything that I needed to get done, sure enough, something was going to fall off to the wayside and I was going to forget about it. And then a couple of weeks later, when it was close to being too late or possibly too late, I was going to remember it and then have that oh crap moment and everything would be turned upside down for a day or two. So I get this, I pull out this journal and I started writing out uh, my to-do lists. And what I discovered was the more I started writing things down, the more things I had to write down. So once I started keeping this to-do list, once I started carrying a journal with me in order to write things in it that would come to my mind sometimes when I would walk, you know, I was walking down the street and I would think, oh man, I was supposed to do X and I completely forgot because it didn't end up in my journal. I could stop or the next the next point where I got to, I could take that and I could jot it down really quick on this list. So before I knew it, I had multiple journals going. I had multiple systems going. I was filling up journals. I was coming up somewhere to store my journals. But the point was, at first, I knew what I wanted to do, but I wasn't quite sure how to do it. What I should have done was just started. I should have just started writing things down. Who know, Who cares what it would have been? Maybe it was just what I did that day. Maybe it's what I wanted to do that day. Maybe it was just tracking my diet. But writing something down turned out to cause me to write more things down. And before I knew it, I became the guy who's carrying around the journal all the time. So looking at why we don't start things, why is it that even though we get compelled to do something, we don't start? I have a theory on this as well. Now, this theory is just mine. Um, It's not like I've read this in a book, and I'm not even sure I've ever really tested the theory on anybody other than myself. I think I shared it with a person once, and they kind of agreed, but by no means does that validate my theory. My theory is oftentimes we don't do things in our lives because of fear. We can boil down just about anything that we want to do but don't do to fear. It might be a little fear, it might be a big fear, but we are afraid of something. So let's assume that we want to go do something and we have a purpose to do it, because that's always number one. Figure out why you're going to do it, otherwise we know that you're going to stop doing it very quickly. So we have our purpose, but then for some reason, we still just can't quite get compelled to go out and do it. Why not? I think it's because we're afraid. We're afraid that we might waste our time, We're afraid that we might not do it correctly. Maybe we're afraid that there's a better way to do it. We're afraid somebody's going to make fun of us for doing it. Uh, We're afraid we're going to screw it up. Okay, whatever it is, fear is the limiting factor that stops us from doing it. So how do we get over that? It's a very simple answer. It's this episode. Just start. Don't worry about how it's going to result. 
just start doing it. And the reason that I came to that solution is because of another podcast that I was listening to. And I think it's the it was the Barbell Shrugged podcast and before they went through sort of this change of what the episodes were really going to be about and what their purpose was and everything else. But they had this individual on there who's this self-proclaimed guru of getting over fear. And he's got a whole plan and, and system and everything that you can get online and and you can pay like a thousand dollars to go through this six month program of his and he says that at the end of it you will no longer have fear about stopping doing anything right you'll you will be able to overcome all of your fear and life will be great whatever the point was during this episode he said something along these lines this is not an actual quote there is no such thing as fear in the present fear is a projection of something that could happen at some point in the future And we're afraid of that happening, so therefore, we feel that fear and it stops us from doing something now. For example, I don't walk to the edge of the cliff because I'm afraid that if I walk to the edge of the cliff, I could fall off the cliff, right? I don't eat something because I'm afraid that if I eat it, I might have some kind of adverse reaction in the future, I don't try to pick up that barbell because I'm afraid that if I do, I might hurt my back, right? These are all things, these are all projections of something that could potentially happen in the future because there's no such thing as fear in the present. I can't be afraid of something that I'm presently doing. I'm not afraid of it. I'm doing it. It's it now. It's right now. And so the solution to get over this is simply to get started. If I have a purpose to do something, let's use journaling again. If I have a reason and a purpose to sit down and start journaling everything, but for some reason I'm still not doing it, my theory is I'm afraid of something. I'm afraid I'm going to waste the paper. I'm afraid I'm going to waste my money. I'm afraid I'm not going to do it the best way. I'm afraid there's some better system out there that I could use my journal for that would help me be even more productive, etc. So I'm afraid of something. So I'm not doing it. But in order to start doing it, all I need to do is start writing. I need to figure out something. Just put pen to pad. Pick one. Start. The system that I use right now for my multiple journals isn't the same system I was using six months ago. It's completely different. I just recently changed the pocket notebook that I carry with me where I brain dump everything that I need to do on a weekly basis. I had one system. I had one organization to that notebook that I used. And just recently, I modified it. Not big, not a lot, but I modified it to be a little bit more functional to what I need right now. I might go back to an earlier modification at some time in the future if those needs change. So I wish that at the end of this episode, I had some cool five-step process you could go through in order to get started or in order to Like say, okay, we've got our goals. We went through that like four or five step process last time to sit down and set our goals. Um, We know what we need to do tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be our start date. And then I can say like, hey, get up and do this and do this, do this. And all of a sudden you're started into it and you know that everything you're doing is great and wonderful. Unfortunately, this particular concept isn't that complicated. It's not like making decisions. It's not like setting goals. 
this concept is just simply, I've got my goal. I know what I need to do. Now I just need to take the first step. You know, there's, there's uh, motivational quotes out there like, um, every mile begins with one step, right? Doesn't have to be a perfect step. Doesn't have to be a perfect uh, weather conditions or anything. All you're doing is you're just starting toward that. You might stop along the way and change. Maybe along the way of completing that mile, somebody brings you a bike and now you can ride your bike. The bottom line is you started toward your end goal. All right. So hopefully at this point, you have set some goals within your life that you want to achieve that are going to help you reach your purpose, that are going to act as your 1% daily gains. Now that you've got those goals and you've reverse engineered those down into what you need to do on a daily basis, just get started. All right. Let's finish with a quote. I like to do that. This particular quote comes from Drew Houston. Um, I actually didn't know who this was originally, but now I do. Uh, he is an internet billionaire and the co-founder and CEO of Dropbox. A, uh, <laughs> I wish I could almost say that like, I'm sponsored. No, uh, Dropbox, an online cloud um, service. It was kind of, I think it was one of the original like really big cloud-based services. I know I've used it for a number of years, but I'm sure we're all familiar with Dropbox. Anyway, this guy was the co-founder and CEO, and he said, quote, if you have a dream, you can spend a lifetime studying, planning, and getting ready for it. What you should be doing is getting started, end quote. All right, guys, thanks again for listening. We'll be back in another week or two with a new episode. I hope you love the show. We'll talk with you soon.